too late. You weren't here. You don't get to laugh at the joke. The yeah, that's cool. I was gone. just giving a, a, a comedy masterclass. Yeah. Timing. Callbacks. Location, location, location. No, that's realty. Damn, Ryan, how do you have five Harrow cards? Seems like a lot, right? Because I'm a damn good player, Meg. Hmm. Hmm. Doubt. I have a bunch of them. They just are pretty much worthless. Ask the GM for a hint. I'm like, why would I ask the GM for a hint? I mean, maybe they'll come in handy, but... I have all my notes here on little little tiny slices of paper because they're all little notes and they're all in this beautiful box created by Surat's mom. Thank you once again. So, all my hero cards are in here. I was just telling Surat how every time I open this dice box, the smell of the, the wood and the stain comes up and hits me in the face and it's super nice. It does smell good. It smells like love. Aww. I guess mine actually aren't as useless. They're they're pretty useless, but not not entirely. I had to look at them again. I mean, each one has like two modes, right? You can use either the alignment or the emblem. Yeah, but mm-hmm. one of the alignments is shitty, and it's also a star. So I'm like, oh, well, that's just a double shitty card, or just not as useful as it as it could. Star. What does the star do? The star is the. Ask the GM for a hint. And Spend so I have to petition the GM for a hint. Oh. Yeah, I, I have two of those. So I'm like, well, that's fucking worthless. Yeah, bust that shit out while we were scratching our heads stuck on that island. Like, well, we yeah. found all this shit. What do we do with it? I mean, I, I thought we knew what to do with it. We found all that shit. We were, get, we were under fucking manticore attack. I mean, I thought we did a great job, to be completely straight up and honest. We did. I think you did, too. I'm just pinning these hero card rules. Oh yeah, I'm constantly using this. This is where I'd be checking my hero card rules. If I had any. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have one, but it's like regain a spell slot or something, and I'm like, well, that's bullshit. I don't don't have anything to do with that. But it's um, chaotic good. Avoid or escape grapple. Wonderful. I mean, that actually could come in handy. You never know. Yeah, maybe. Um, so the if you're yours is the books one, Meg? Uh-huh. So it says I can you get can a also daily ability back. Yeah, so like your um whatever that like danger ward thing is. Yeah, but I can do that like three times a day already. Well no, you can do it four. <laughs> or your challenge is the same thing? Yeah, and the challenge I can do where the hell is it? Twice a day. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll find a use for it. Let's not stress that. You give it to your friend Sidriel, and he gets good extra spell slots. Can I hand off yeah. the hero cards? I thought we were saying they're they're kind of like outside I don't th- of game. I don't think we can, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think we have actually described our characters as physically interacting with them. Because I think early on, Sid actually like slapped Lorimer with one when he came back as a zombie. Yeah, I think that was the first use. I thought we said we could use them on each other, but maybe I was wrong. And if that would be the case, then it would be kind of useful, but... I mean, it's still pretty useful. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess I could use it on Sidriel if he needed if he really needed it. To quote the rules, By drawing from the Harrow deck, you gain a single use ability determined by the specific card drawn, which you may play at any time to benefit yourself or a fellow player. Yeah, so we can use it on each other. I'm a fellow player. Yeah. You just let me know when you're feeling spent 
on the spells. Most days, about 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, right? Hits me about 2.30. Then I have to have another coffee. Oh, how? How is everyone doing? Real good. Good, good. Existing. I think this is episode 20 of season 2. Wake of Whispers? Is that correct? <laughs> I mean, you're supposed to know, bud. Get in the comments. Like, comment, and subscribe, and let us know what episode this is. Yeah, call in. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's 20. I knew that. And it's nice to have Meg back with us. I'm back. Yeah. We've been having fun playing Kung Fu without you. Not because it's well, without you, but... Good. Despite being without you. <laughs> All right. But I have a note. I have a note on my notes oh. that we should shout out our new patron. That's right. Right? Because we've had one since the last time we recorded. Are you going to do it? <laughs> oh, I just had new patron. <laughs> I'm just trying to be helpful here. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm going. I think his name is Nate. Uh, is that uh, Zankomir? Uh, who what now? I think the name is just Nate in the chat. Yes, you're all right. You're all correct. What do you think we should call him, Nate or Zankomir? I- I've never heard him pronounce his handle, so why don't you just call him Nate? All right. Yeah, he-, he put Nate as his name in Discord, so I think it's okay to call him Nate. I'm going to love when we fuck that up and it's actually Nate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out, Daddy! Yeah, thank you, Nate, for your support. Where would we be without you? What's up, Nate? So I have a note here that okay. says it was apparently nice to have Meg back playing with us, but I can go fuck myself. <laughs> what? What? Yes, it's good to have you back too, Wesley. We missed you as well. Nope, too late. <laughs> oh, because we were playing the other. I see, but that hasn't been. I missed the past two Tuesdays. I guess I was just talking because those were the ones that we've released, so that's the one people know about. Hey, Wes, at least I got what you were saying. Shit, give me a, throw me a bone here. <laughs> the other guys are like, what? Huh? Wait, you weren't, you weren't even here? What? No, that's fine. <laughs> was there like a big weather event or something? I don't know. Yeah, something to look forward to for listeners. Uh, we've been also working on another little side story for times that Wesley has not been available. That one is still in production. Likewise. And also one Go for, it, for when John's not here. And that one's funny, too. Fucking, We've only played once. Fucking better be. Oh, it's hilarious. And if Surratt's not here, everything stops. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean... No, you no, guys that are supposed one's, that to. That was technically goblins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I forgot the goblins. Is, is that one? How no? could you dare forget Vortorg? Uh, I did forget goblin. goblins. I forgot that Zerat is not going to be in season two of goblins. Oh, uh, right. Mm. When Ryan's not here, everything does come to a stop because we, we don't have a game to play when he's not here. Mainly because he's never not here. Can't get rid of this guy if we tried. We should do that, though. We could. We should make up a game and play it without Ryan. <laughs> Specifically on a day that he can't play. <laughs> There's plenty of those days, so I challenge you to try. We could play, um... We got Starfinder characters locked and loaded. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Just replay season one of Starfinder. <laughs> right? Only better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we could. Uh, yeah, that was pretty... It was... That was pristine. That was pretty amazing. Not gonna lie. 
and none of you will ever hear it, suckers. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we'll catch that in post. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> Be nice. I did actually record a bunch of those. Poorly, I might add. So I was just recording right. um, everyone on my computer through OBS. I'll be right back. Uh, looking forward to the recap. Sorry, I gotta jump right up. Oh shit, recap. <laughs> yeah, it's been like 15 minutes. What are we doing? Chaffing about. Chaffing. Chaff grenade. Chaffy chaff chaff. You guys, um, did you already see that I put up the new title screen? Landing page? Yes. The uh, cover of book two. Trial of the Beast. The startling lack of dicks on it. Yeah, I'm surprised, honestly. In 15 minutes, I thought it'd be lousy with dicks by now. (laughs) We got boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Or the beginnings of a dick. Or, yeah. Could be both. You never know. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So. Your Honor, I submit to evidence that... Dick Tits definitely could not have committed this crime. <laughs> oh, poor old Dick Tits. <laughs> None of the witnesses described the suspect as having Dick Tits. I feel like that would not have been overlooked. <laughs> well, speaking of Dick Tits, aka Tim, the Beast of Leopardstad, currently on trial for a number of crimes which you have been charged by one Judge Embrith Dermid and her man on the inside, Ezekiel Kane, with finding evidence to prove whether he is guilty or innocent. The first day of the trial is supposed to cover the murder of ten people in the village of Marast, a small swamp hamlet, just about a few miles out of Leopardstad, you went and investigated the scene of the crime and found some evidence. I'm not going to tell you what it supports. I'll let you make your own deductions. Does anybody want to tell me what, what the evidence you found was? Or what you're thinking about it? Well, the beast does not fit the description of the eyewitness. For one, wrong height, missing a wound where a big wound should be. Or at least the scars of a wound. I think it was like how long ago did that happen? I believe it was about a year ago. But yeah, it does not seem to have the damage we would suspect. And, and who knows if flesh golems even heal like that. And since he is a flesh golem, uh, the perpetrator was most likely using a potion of dark vision, which would seem unnecessary for this guy. The other piece. I think you did roll a knowledge check to figure out that he is a flesh golem that has dark vision and, yeah, does not self-heal, so to speak. But he wears t-shirts, apparently. (laughs) Gotta cover those dick tits up. (laughs) Meg has been spending this time drawing a shirt on the beast. He looked cold. Did did you see the size of his nipples? He was freezing. (laughs) We never did get around to asking the manticore if he knew anything about that corpse on the island, did we? Did not. The manticore barely spoke to us. Yeah, then he birthed its child. I feel like he could have given an answer or two. No, he told us to leave. Well, he had a lot going on. Yeah. It's a big day. He just day. lost his mate, had a baby, and then may 
or may not have died rescuing you from a giant blood canon. <sighs> may or may not. What about the baby? We gotta go back. <laughs> that is always an option. I mean, with the corpse, we found some gnarly looking, uh, what we suspect to be some kind of like surgical tools. I don't think we know much more about them, but I think that was the next part of the investigation, trying to get someone to identify them. They had like a unique marking on them. I think it's like a raven claw or a picture of a raven, something raven related. Yeah. Are there many raves in Leopardstead? Raves? Ra- <laughs> yeah. Raving. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a play on words. Maybe the surgeon is raven. A raving lunatic? <laughs> uh... Uh, you also found evidence of grave robbing. Six missing bodies from the graveyard of Morast uh, looked like they had been dug up. Out of curiosity, about how many component bodies does Tim look to be made out of? It's kind of hard to tell. There's a lot of little random sewn-together parts. Not all of them even look human. Uh, I think you guys pointed out that one of his arms looks like it's like crocodilian in nature. Scaly. Apart from that, the campsite that you found next to it, there's one other thing that kind of stood out, in my mind at least. A gruesome find. Well, the the face of that poacher? A face. A a severed human face that Lasney back in town identified as a poacher that used to come around a while back. Said he hadn't seen him for about a year. Not necessarily a direct correlation to um, what's going on here, but something to follow up with at some point. Indeed. And upon returning to town, you went to the courthouse and spoke with the defense attorney charged with defending the beast, somebody that you've heard, at least from Zeke, to be very bad at his job. Uh, The last three people he had defended were hung. Don't know whether they were actually innocent or not, but... Doesn't look good. He might have even been put on the job because of how bad he was. There's a lot of people involved in the trial don't seem really concerned about finding the truth as much as they are putting the beast to death. He introduced you to the beast himself, who you had a nice conversation with for a little bit. Uh, He found out his name was Tim, thanks to what he described as the only friend he's had. And I think that's where we left off. Uh, You are still in the courthouse with the beast. I think we left off mid-conversation. Yeah, we were still down there. He told you about his friend, a young girl named Ilsa, that he was blamed for her death. Even though he was simply bringing her body back after trying to save her from something scary in the village of Hergstag, which, oddly enough, is the next crime that is to be put on trial the day after tomorrow. Yes, but let's do one at a time. And he also told us he has, like, just big gaps in his memory, right? Yeah, he, well, at least when he was captured, last thing he remembered was being in the swamp, and then he blinked, and he was suddenly in the Lepidstad University, and he lashed out in confusion and anger, uh, breaking a lot of things. But when the guards came... He went with them willingly, knowing that he had done something wrong, albeit not sure what, other than destruction of property. Well, maybe we should go talk to the barrister. I don't know. 
what else we would have to ask him. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it's fair enough to say that we've probably got what we're going to get out of him. For, for now, anyway. Cool. I think he told us who the actual culprit was. Uh, John, could you remind us what he said about Yeah, that? he did. He revealed a name. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was... Um, oh, hey, hey. He almost got me. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was him, to be honest. Well, all right. Case closed. <laughs> yep, there we go. Done deal. But you must prove it. The over-god of this world has identified that the beast did it, so the beast did it. <laughs> Erdin's dead. So, yeah, if you have nothing else to ask him, uh, you know, he's kind of solemnly sitting in his cell, awaiting more questions or awaiting to be left alone, intermittently crying. Stormak asks him, Tim, those guards that left when we came in, they were laughing. Did they do anything to you? Do the guards do anything to you? They taunt me. They were poking me with their swords through the bars. That's not right. Uh, He turns to look at Flora and Sidriel and and, and Zeke. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I guess. And he says, I do not feel like we should leave Tim alone here. I propose... I, I I want to stay here and sleep here tonight. Keep an eye on him. Oh, that's nice. Aw. I look back at Tim. I say, it won't be the first night I've spent in a cell. I'm an old crook from back when. <laughs> over at Flora and Sidriel and smiles, knowing that he's not even capable of lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, but, uh, I mean, what, it's only like, you said four o'clock? That sounds about right, because we had talked about how we still had a couple hours before shops closed to do some, like, to try to see if we could find out about, like, who made these tools, what they're for, and potentially try to find a a spellcaster. So you want to stay here already, or do you want to come back later before bed? Well, Flora, I don't know. The guards were harassing him before we got here. They don't care what time it is. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's up to you. I'll be here. Perhaps you could bring us dinner later. <laughs> well, it just sounds like there's more time in the day that we could use. Well, I think we at least wanted to investigate these tools, so we'll definitely at least be doing that. I don't know how, but... Okay, if, if you think you need me out there more than Tim needs someone in here. Do, does, I mean, do we feel like he's threatened by these guards, like physically? Or just like they're going to harass him? Well, they're poking him with swords. Yeah, but they're not going to hurt him, are they? They were poking him with swords. They weren't, like, stabbing him, uh, you know, but they were just teasing him, yeah, harassing him. I'll, I'll be okay. They, they don't really hurt hurt me. Okay, Tim, well, hopefully we, I can do more good for you out there. Uh, sit tight, buddy. You can get me out of here. We're gonna try. Okay. Thank you. So yeah, what do you what do you guys do? So there is a place in town called like Surgeon's Alley or something, right? Anatomist. Anatomist Alley. I think. Could we see the city map? Please. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to go about it. That or we could um John brought up asking the crooked kin. 
That's not a fucking bad idea either. If they're not from here, they probably wouldn't know, but you could totally ask them for a favor to look into it for you. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna need to do it ourselves. So instead of like splitting up the party to try to do different things, what if we go to yeah, an Adam Sally and we ask the crooked kin to see if they could find a spellcaster who might be able to cast blood biography? I think they'll have an easier time just, you know, checking shops for what services they offer than they will trying to conduct an investigation on our behalf. Alright. Sounds like a good idea. Are you uh leaving the courthouse now? Yes. I retrieve Daisy from the guards. Yeah, she's up there having a great time, like getting belly rubs. The few guards that are in the barracks there with her are seem nice and friendly with her. Oh, there is a place called Surgeon's Flats. There's Anatomist Sally and Surgeon's Flats. Yeah, I think they're both over in the same part of town, essentially. Yeah, over there by the dead goat. Yeah, over by where we're staying, so that's convenient. Yeah. Uh, and the last time we saw the Crooked Kin was when we were all coming into town, right? So last time we saw it was like kind of in the town square. At the gates, I think. We lost them at the gates. Yeah. I was thinking they're not very subtle. We might just be able to ask yeah. the guard, like, hey, has a circus set up anywhere? Yeah, where's the circus? They very well could be advertising. Yeah. Yeah, you ask the guards out front of the courthouse? Yes. Uh, so yeah, when you come out, the town square is still full of people, big crowds throwing flammable objects under the punishing man, the large effigy that has been built up in the town square. You ask the guards if they've heard of the circus or if they know where it's at. They'll point on, like, the wall of the building next to the courthouse, and uh, there will be a sort of flyer hanging up for the Crooked Kin. And uh, there is a intersection. Address might not be the right word, but gives you its location of where they're set up, or where their shows are going to be. It is this other sort of town square type area to the east. Sweet. Well, that's kind of on our way. Let's go Let's go ask him for a favor. Let's do that. Yes, we go and do that. Alright, so you head over to the other town square. You fight your way through the crowds, and through the town, right past the dead goat. And, yeah, when you get to this other square here, you do see on the side of the clearing, there are the Crooked Kins. Wagons are all set up in the grass next to a small body of water. And, what is that? Oh, is that a circus tent? It's a circus tent! (laughs) (laughs) Meg is putting her powers to good. (laughs) Yeah. Not even made of dicks. It's the best fucking circus tent you've ever seen. It's the first thing I've seen her draw that's not a dick. But yeah, you see their black and purple wagons lined up. Oh, black and purple. Kind of in a wall and with some tents behind it. Purple. Ah, shit. All right, bear with us, listeners. We got to get these colors just right. (laughs) I'm fine. Carry on. Stormak approaches the tent. You come up to the line of wagons. You hear a familiar barking noise as the wolf child, W.C., Rips around the corner of one of the wagons. As soon as he sees you, though, he starts letting his tongue hang out and wagging his imaginary tail. And uh, kind of runs back around the wagons, kind of beckoning you to uh, follow him. I follow. You go there and you see a bunch of the Crooked Kin members sitting around a sort of makeshift picnic table, eating some simple food, having some drinks. Caleb Hess notices you and gets up. It's like, oh, yes, friends. 
Ah, so good to see you again. Come in, come in. Uh, can I get you something to eat, something to drink, perhaps? Thank you, no. We're here on business, actually. Very well. Well, wh- what can I do for you? Where are we here? Oh, we we need you to, um... Do you know what these might be used for? Holds out tools. Ah, those are some interesting-looking implements. Uh, can't say that I know what they're used for exactly, but it, it doesn't look very nice. Sure doesn't. You know, though, uh, in this city there is a large number of purveyors and studiers of the medical sciences. I wouldn't be surprised if these are some sort of tools uh, that had to do with that line of work. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we suspected. Does that symbol mean anything to you? It points out the emblem on the tools. The raven? Ah. Oh. Reminds me of my younger days. I used to be raven. <laughs> I can't, can't say that it rings a bell as far as who that might pertain to. Oh, fantastic. Um... Well, I guess we're we're gonna look into this. Do you, do you think you guys could do us a favor? Oh, after all you've done for us, anything, just ask. Um, so we have the trial like tomorrow, and I'm really trying to find a, another spellcaster who can cast a very specific spell. Um, I don't think I'm have time to find them. Do you think you guys might ask around? Oh, I, th- I think that's something that we could do for you. Uh... What is it that you're looking for, precisely? Uh, specifically, uh, somebody skilled in divination. Um, it's going to sound a little weird, but um, blood biography? Blood biography. Well, that sounds rather intriguing. What's it for? What's it do? Um, so we found some blood at a potential murder scene that we're investigating. Um, not quite enough there to, you know, speak with dead, but... We can, blood biography will let us uh, get some information from the blood itself that might prove helpful. Investigating a murder? Well, that's that sounds exciting. Um, you could call it that. It's been it's been something. Yes, you leave that to me. I think we could ascertain whether or not that person exists within Leopardstad. If they do, we'll find them for you. You have my word. Okay, so you, you'll be looking for. Relatively skilled wizards, clerics, um, something along along that vein. Right. You leave it to me. If we find something, I could try and find you wherever you may be, or you could come back here and check in. Yeah, we'll, we'll check back in here. Um, and, uh, Laura, what's that place you took us to? Uh, uh, what? The what? The dead goat? Yeah, that one. Um, if you find anything, just let them know the dead goat that you've got news for us. That way we don't miss paths. Yeah, we'll check in at the dead goat. Sounds good. We just came from the town center where we met the infamous beast of Leopardstad, or so he's accused. He says that his name is Tim, and he seems like a nice but confused, very large lad. I... Hope we can help him. Ah, uh, well, that seems to be something that you all are very good at, helping people. I trust your judgment. It sounds like he's worthy of it. If we get him off the hook, we should see if the crooked candle take I him was, out. Oh, I was trying to work point. my way there. That's yeah, a, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, so you know, same page. Pretty good idea. <laughs> a good strong man. 
How long is your circus to be in town? Oh, well, at least throughout the week. Uh, we, we cannot pass up the, the crowds that are here. I imagine we're going to make a, a killing. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Might have been a poor choice of words. Yes, figuratively speaking, of course. Of, of course, of course. <laughs> well, um, well, you've given me uh, something to think about, and, and we'll be speaking again soon. He winks at Sidriel, and then he winks at the camera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One eye for each person. He just blinks at the same time. He blinks. That's a blink. Yeah. <laughs> also, that wasn't Sidriel making that suggestion. That was he that winks was. at Wes. <laughs> Stormac looks through the camera at Wes and winks at him. <laughs> Little old me. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. <laughs> Hello, Meta. It's about eighty-one. Yeah. My no- nose just started bleeding. <laughs> Is this an anime? Should we go catch these shops before they close? Yes. Yeah, now's as good a time as any. Seems like we just have to walk down this road over here to these uh, scarily named places, Anatomous Alley and Surgeon's Flats. It's got to be not a coincidence that they're right next to where we are, but, you know. It's fine. There is a process here. Oh, what? You- of walking to a place? Yeah, no. left foot, right foot. <laughs> It's reasonable enough to think that Sidriel or, or you guys could come up with the idea that they could be surgical tools of some kind and to check Anatomist Alley or the surgeon's flats. Lepidstad University is mainly based in the medical sciences, and surgeon's flats uh, is the home of 20-some-odd artisans in that field that work locally. Now, there's some skill checks involved. And they will take 1d4 hours to look into. Uh, involved in what? Like looking around, talking to people? Yeah, so as far as like going there and asking about the tools and the raven symbol among the surgeon's flats, uh, you can give me a diplomacy check or an appraise check. And as many of you as you like can aid. Hmm. And also somebody roll a d4 to see how long it takes. I mean, I got a pretty kick-ass diplomacy, but he, he knows his way around town. You said diplomacy or a what? A praise. Or a praise. Praise. Oh, okay. Here's a D4. One. <laughs> Nailed it. Nice. Nailed it. So just a quick thought concern. If these are the artisans that actually make the tools, do we actually want to start our investigation there? Because what if, by happenstance we ask the person that actually made these tools and they're in on the whatever's going on here. I mean, I mean, if that is the case, then we'll know with a solid sense motive check. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, like it seems like our only real option. So kind of a risk I'm willing to take. Yeah. I'm with you. Well, I was thinking that or just going to the university and not asking the artisans directly. I have a feeling this might be our best place. Um, I'm down with whatever. I, was, I just wanted to throw that thought out there. I mean, it, it is called Surgeon's Flats. Yeah, I wasn't naysaying starting Surgeon's Flats. I just wanted to make sure we all have that in mind that we could accidentally show our hand. I'm okay with that. Yeah, fuck it. If they get weird, we fuck them up. Okay, cool. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Punch them in the face. <laughs> Put them in a body bag. Can't talk when you're dead. All right. I got a pretty good diplomacy if someone wants to try to aid. I'll help you. 
Alright, let's have the aid rolls first. Can I use an appraise check to aid? I will allow it. Okay. Uh, woo, that's a 19 plus 5. I did a 24 to 8. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love when that happens. Stormak is inclined to just keep his mouth shut All right. with his negative 1 diplomacy. You However, try. If I try and do poorly, will that will that take away? I'm going to say no. Okay, well Yay. then here's a diplomacy roll. That's a 10 on the die for a 9. Damn. Oh, so no. close. Just kidding. Wow. If you fucked it all up. You knock over a display case and they kick <laughs> us out. All right, Zeke, you got a plus 2 on this roll. You got a plus 2. Oh, because the appraise didn't go through. All right, well, a plus 2 plus my 6 plus a d6 should be pretty good. That's plus 8 plus d6. All right. Let's do it. Here we go. You have to use inspiration for that. Yeah, I have two left. I'm gonna I'm gonna burn one here because it seems kind of important. Wouldn't want to fuck this up. Well, hold on. Let me see what the D20 roll is first. Here we go. D20. It's not bad. That's an eight. That's sixteen. I'm gonna throw a uh, I'm gonna throw a D6 on top of there for another three. That's a nineteen. All right. For a total of twenty-one. With Flora's aid, is that right? No, mm-hmm. it was a 19 total. Oh. I factored two. it all in. Oh, Jesus Christ. What about Daisy? <laughs> yeah, what about Daisy? <laughs> What's her diplomacy? She can appraise. She's probably got diplomacy. Appraise. <laughs> I feel like we should be giving her <laughs> diplomacy rolls because everyone loves her so fucking much. Can I roll for Daisy? Do you want me to? I love it. Yes. She got a... 14 minus 2, which is 12. Ooh, that's too bad. Just kidding, that is. I thought so. Somehow she knocks over a display case, and it actually helps. <laughs> yeah. And they like it. But uh, yeah, adorably so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just wagging my tail too hard. She's all proud of it. <laughs> Let's say if Daisy aids with diplomacy, you get a plus 1. Nice. That's a 20 flat. That brings you to a flat... 20, which is the DC. <laughs> Thank you for making that happen, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're walking around Surgeon's Flats asking people in different shops. Uh, or you tell me how you do it, I guess. I don't want to tell you what you do. Or I can. <laughs> Whichever. I mean, Zeke's the detective. What would you do, sir, with this evidence you're trying to track? No? Yeah, John, go ahead and tell us. Yeah. Sorry, what? I can also just describe it. Yeah, no big deal. Um, you, you go around for about an hour asking around the surgeon's flats, different shop owners, uh, people that look like they know what they're talking about, until finally one shop owner, this young lady that is purveying different chemicals and reagents and supplies for different... How do you say chirurgeon? 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 Do you know the word I'm talking about? It's like fantasy. I know the word you're talking about. I have no idea how to say it. Spell it. I'm looking it up now. It's like a fantasy surgeon. Spell it! Or doctor. Fantasy doctor. It's an archaic word for a surgeon. Spell it! C-H... Here. C-H-I-R-U-G-E-O-N. 
Chirigen. Chirigen. Yeah, that's, that last one's kind of This is Chirigen. Sounds like a word. A, a chirogen is how the uh, pronunciation guy. Oh, because Chiro. Chiro. Chirogen. Like surgeon, but with chiro at the front. Chirogen. Like, like chiropractic surgeon? Bone surgeon. Chirogen. The bone doctors. Um, the bone doctors. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Bones. <laughs> um, and this young woman and store owner is just reluctant at first because she's really busy, but then Daisy just charms the pants off nice. of her by knocking over display case and looking all proud and happy about it. And she's like, you know what? I, I, I do recognize that symbol. Uh, that raven... It looks just like a, a maker's mark that I've seen used by Brazlev Hora and Sons. Whoa, Brazlev Hora? It's it's a weird spelling, too. I'll put it in chat. Thank you. There's a silent Z for some reason. <laughs> Z Brazlev? Brazlev Hora and Sons. Uh, they have a workshop over on little old uh, Anatomist Alley. You might be able to find them there. Do I? Because Flora's local. She knows that Anatomist Alley is sketchier than Surgeon's Flats, right? Yeah, it's a little sketchier uh, at night, mostly, you found. Okay. Just because it is like a back alley, but they're still upstanding business owners. Okay. Uh, do, do you know much about Brazlov? Have you worked with him before? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've met him. Uh, he's a kind of older, introverted kind of man. He deals with uh, tinkers and itinerant peddlers who sell his wares that he creates. Yeah, you should be able to find him there, though. Oh, fuck yeah. Let's go check it out. Off we go. Alright, it's about 5.30. Say, by the time you get over there... Actually, they're pretty close. Yeah, it's like right down the road. That's like 15 Uh, minutes max. Like two blocks away. Yeah, we'll say it's 5.45 when you get there. The shop is still open. Uh, you know that most shops close around 6 o'clock here. Oh, close. We're walking in as they're closing up. I'd like to order a triple latte, please. It's a perfect time to get information. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry, excuse me? It's a perfect time to get information. They're like, fuck, I'm trying to close the door. I, I think you've come to the wrong establishment. Uh, <laughs> the, um, the tacit bean is down the road. The tacit bean? <laughs> <laughs> Like Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the map. I will. <laughs> I thought maybe we were going to have to fight this guy, but as soon as I hear his voice, I know he's not going to fight. Yeah, he's not going to fight us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we are in the right place, though. Uh, is this uh, Zabraslav Hora? <laughs> oh, that could be how you pronounce it. Zabraslav? Zebra. Uh, yeah, that that's me. Um, uh, what can I do for you? Do you need a tissue? Um, you've got a little, little <laughs> something there. Um, <laughs> she takes a tissue out of her out of her pocket, stuffs it in his face, and goes, "Blow." <laughs> <laughs> ah, sorry about that. Um, what can I do for you? We have final say on all of John's character voices. I almost spit my drink. Oh my god! <laughs> I, w- I was kind of expecting a full like uh, Jerry Lewis nutty professor transformation. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, please, I'm about to close up shop. Um, 
Say, can I get you something? Uh, are you interested in my wares, or...? Quite interested, actually. Well, that's good to hear. In what way? Uh, do you recognize these? Ah, uh, yes, uh, that looks like my handiwork. Quite a nice set, if I do say so myself. Yes. Which I did. They're beautiful. We found them. Um, I'm trying to get them back to their owner. Do you remember who you sold these to? Hmm. I mean, they seem lovely and expensive. It would be such a shame for whoever owns them to lose them. You you found them lost, you say? Um, yeah, it seemed like someone dropped them. Um, sorry, a quick question. When we showed the tools to other people, did any of them seem like, oh yeah, these are just kind of normal surgeon's tools or normal tools, or was anybody like kind of taken aback by what was contained in this kit? Yeah, it didn't seem like, oh, those are obviously serial killer tools or anything like that. <laughs> no, but I mean like, like non-standard surgical equipment, like something very specialized. Um, yeah, no, it, nobody, like, gave you that assumption. Uh, they're probably, along the surgeon's flats, probably used to seeing, like, all kinds of different things like that. Okay, fair enough. As you were. And he says, uh, well, I do keep a detailed ledger of all my sales, but I don't know how I would feel about, uh, giving away the identity of my customers. Oh, it's fine. I suppose I could just sell them on the street somewhere and get some money for it, but I was hoping I would get it back to the owner. Why don't you give me a diplomacy? Okie doke. Or something else? Intimidate? I'm not trying to scare the guy. <laughs> Bribe him or something. I don't know. Anyone want to help me out with my fancy diplomacy check? Yeah, I'll try to... Can I aid? If you help, you gotta talk. Please. If you add to the conversation. Okay. Look, uh... Zabrasev, we don't really want to... We just want to get you out of here, and uh, we, we just want to find these owners. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't be wouldn't be that hard just to tell us who they came from, and uh, maybe you'd be doing out the local the local gods a favor. It seems like uh, wouldn't want to get these guys in any trouble. And he flashes his sigil. Oh, are you, uh, you were with the local god? That's, that's very nice. Uh, yeah, let me, let's have those rolls. Oh, let's see yours first, Sharat. Yeah, aids first, uh, please. That's a 15 to aid. Nice. All right. Plus two. Okay. To Flora. Oh, I got it. Eight plus five, so uh, 13. 13 plus two is a 15? Mm-hmm. He says, well, I suppose since you are a man of the law, I can trust you with this sensitive information. Oh, thank God. Um, one second. And he goes behind the in the back room, and you hear him running away. What? No, I'm just kidding. Uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> After him. <laughs> no, he comes back out with a fat ledger, a big book, and he opens it up, and he's like, "Yes, I believe this particular set. I remember every one I make. Um, was to a mm, a one Vladka Costel. Uh, she was a." Parisian woman, I, I believe. Vladka Costel? Vladka Costel, yes. Um, I nailed it. That's exactly how I spelled it. Sorry, go on. She had red hair. I remember her wearing a beautiful scarf. It was green with a swan on it. Uh, she was quite the looker, actually. Great. Did she request the ravens? Oh, no. I, I put my maker's mark on every tool I that I create. I see all of these tools have that mark. Okay. 
You wouldn't happen to know where she was staying so I could return her tools. Um, no, unfortunately. I don't have any kind of information like that. It's not really something I require of my customers, you see. Of course, of course. When was the sale made? Uh, oh, that, that was quite a while ago now that I think about it. Um, um, over a year ago, I think, actually. He's looking at, it goes back to the ledger. Hmm. Yeah, it's about a year and a half ago. Well, okay, thank you for your help. Anything I can do for the local constabulary and their interesting friends. Much appreciated. Oh, oh, oh could you, could you please, uh, get you, you, he's pointing at Daisy, who's like, <laughs> pulling things out of like a box. Oh, Daisy, uh, down, Classic. Down. What have you got, what have you got there, Daisy? And I look in the box. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an umbrella container, but it has a bunch of, like, prosthetic limbs in it. Oh, dear. It's filled with all the corpses of the murder victims. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, like, really finely made wooden limbs. Nice. She just has, like, one in her mouth with, like, the hand hanging limb. But Daisy, drop it. Drop it. No. Drop it. No. <laughs> Give. <laughs> Gus is looking at me she like, says, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you cheating on me? <laughs> um, yeah, so you got a name and a description. And uh, he's like, uh, well, I'm, I'm glad I could help, uh, but I really must be getting to close up shop now. And he's putting his fake arm back in its tube. <laughs> in the arm tube. Yeah. Sormac says to him, is everything you've told us true? What? <laughs> what do you mean, what? Uh, why would you like? Would you like to roll sense motive on me or something? <laughs> if you don't mind, just it'll just take a second. <laughs> uh, I, I assure you, I wouldn't lie to the local law enforcement. Uh, I'm an upstanding businessman. This is exactly what someone who would lie to local law enforcement would say. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me see what his bluff is. What? <laughs> Come on. John, I rolled a 27 cents motive. Yeah, you are pretty confident that he's not lying. So, uh, how do we figure out who that is? <laughs> I don't know. Well, lots of things like that, or, you know, there is something uh, that not just in these kind of little minigame situations, but just in general, you can normally... Uh, do a, like a gather information role, uh, which is usually diplomacy or knowledge local. Ooh, I like both of those. Uh, to walk around town and, and and find out. And again, this will take 1d4 hours. Well, shit. If you would like to do that now. We, we might as well, right? It's um, just coming on 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock? Yeah, it's not quite bad time. Yeah, we're good. I mean, we should probably eat, but we can do that whenever. Yeah, we, we can do that at the same time. We can find some shops and mingle and... Right? Yeah. Sure. Easy. I'm glad you guys when... said yes. John, can we do that? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Shit, when, when I was in L.A., there was, like, a street vendor every, like, five feet when I was down there last time. So there's got to be street vendors, like, all over the fucking place. That would be my they assumption. They must have had tiny little carts just shoulder to shoulder with each other. Impressive. And I assume L.A. stands for Lepidstadt area? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
This guy was cooking hot dogs on like a Coleman grill in front of the the W Hotel in Hollywood, which was like a W Hotel is like a really fancy spot. And he was like cooking hot dogs on this fucking like Coleman grill. I was like, oh yeah, shit yeah, dude, this is awesome. It was great. Anyway, yeah, I'm getting one of them. <laughs> Knowledge local, you say, huh? Yes, sir. All right. Or diplomacy. Um, I would love to help you, but I don't have knowledge local. Can I do a diplomacy? Uh, you, yeah, you can mix and match in this situation. Okay. Uh, AIDS first, please. Okay, so let's let's start off with a D4. See how many hours this is going to take. I'll go ahead and roll that. Another single nice. hour on the D4. Nailed yeah. it. All right. Ryan's not around to roll this anymore. <laughs> I did my job. <laughs> And I'm going to roll Knowledge Local. I've been paying attention to this town. I've been keeping track of things. So I'm going to aid with my Knowledge Local. Or can we all roll and see if we each can get something? How do you want to work this? I got a 12 for Diplomacy. You were aiding, right, Flora? Yes. Um, If you would like to roll separately, you can. You just tell me what you're doing before you roll. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was trying to aid Zeke. I was, like, putting our heads together and trying to think, like, hmm. What do you say, Sarah? Shall I roll independently or roll to aid? Um, if you roll to aid, I get my bonus plus my inspiration for free, so it seems like it's kind of better for me to roll that knowledge check, but it's up to you. I already have one aid. Probably to aid. Okay, let me, let, let me, let me try to aid as well with knowledge local. And that is not going to do it. So I'm not trained in knowledge local, but for knowledge skills, it says you can make untrained checks as long as the DC isn't higher than 10. I'll allow it. Since the aid check is... Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a plus four on this. So it's a two aids. It's a plus 11 total plus a D6 on top of my D20. So this roll is... And you're doing knowledge local? Yeah, knowledge local. Okay, just checking. It's not too bad. Uh, it's 11 plus 4 plus... Oh, 11 is 21... No, 22 plus 4 is 26. 11 plus... But right. bonus is a plus Nailed 7 it. plus 4 is 11 plus 4. Yeah, yeah. 26. All right. So after another hour of going about town, asking around, and racking your brain, you do eventually catch word from someone at the Tacit Bean. Yeah, we went for coffee. Maybe you have like a police sketch that you drew up <laughs> of the description he gave you. Roll a profession artist. I don't want to play a character, sorry. <laughs> Somebody, a middle-aged medical professional, off-duty, having a ye old latte, mm-hmm. will tell you, uh, that scarf, that green scarf with the swan on it, I do know somebody that wears that, and I've only seen it on one person. Uh, it's pretty unique. I believe that is Vlatka Costell, and she works for Ladov's Chirurgy Merchants. What? Chirurgy. Ladov? Ladov's Chirurgy Merchants. You know what? I'm Googling the pronunciation of that. Yeah, you should that. do that. Chi... Chirurgen. Chair. Chirurgen. That's that's how I got that, is I also Googled yeah. the pronunciation. Oh, good. Chirurgy. Ladov's Chirurgy Merchants. Where is that? Yeah, they uh, they purchase tools and supplies and, and resell them. Uh. They purchase them right from the source and sell them to the client base. 
and he'll give you a location of that. He's like, I, I don't think they're they're going to be open anymore tonight, though. However, it's it's getting kind of late. I mean, do you know where the owner of that establishment resides? It's going to go knock on their door. No, unfortunately, I don't. But I can tell you where the shop is. Yes. I mean, worst case scenario, we just go knock on the door, see what happens. Yeah. Right on. Is that what you do? Oh uh, well, Sid uh, suggest. Um, if I, I, you know, if if, if we want to question this person and they seem like a likely suspect, maybe we should go present our evidence at the courthouse and maybe get a warrant. Or can you just arrest people? I don't know how this place works. <laughs> I'm just a simple doctor. <laughs> Doesn't need no warrant. Uh, I was talking. I was, talk, I was talking to Zeke. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I am I the law you. in this town. How are you? Hmm. Well. They don't know that. Sploosh. <laughs> Seems like an unjust system. Ripe for tyranny. <laughs> I'd like to sense motive on Zeke. Oh, come on. Yeah. He's fine. Well, there's one thing I know about all constables. <laughs> Reagan's a lot of them. All right, so where's the shop? Donde esta? In the surgeon's flats. Uh, he'll give you like a fairly specific location of it, where to find it. Okay. What's the... Sh- oh, okay. And it was called The Merchants. All right, okay. Good, good, good. So this guy made them, and then this lady bought them for this other place that sells medical tools? Am I just getting this all right? No, that sounds right, yeah. I, see, I, I was thinking if, if the ledger was... If, he, if he's a wholesaler, his ledger would register the business as the purchaser, Regardless of who came, picks them up, if they're purchased for the business. I mean, that's how you would think it works. So, if but her name's in the ledger, that makes me think that she, it's not necessarily true. That's my suspicion. Yeah, I mean, if we can run back over to the other shop real quick, let's go bang on that door. Clarify your ledger. <laughs> your books are out of order. They're closed now. IRS. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll arrest him for tax fraud um, in the morning. But first off, let's find out who has these tools. So if you head over to the surgeon's flats where that doctor told you Ledov's Chirurgy Merchants is, it does appear to be closed up for the night. Uh, it's about 7 o'clock now. Bang, bang, bang. Just in case. Go, 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 go. Does someone live there? You hear somebody running out the back door. What? No, I'm just kidding. God damn it. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> let me ask for a question. So Sid spent, you know, like 100 years working. Mm-hmm. Is my player suspicion that a, le- a ledger would have a business name? Like, is that does that make sense in this world? I would say like some people probably do it that way, but it's not like a for sure thing. Okay, it's not like a standard practice. Yeah, fair enough. Not in Ustalov. Sometimes employers would have their top employee go, you know, make purchases for them and sign off on things. Okay, what time is it? It's about seven fifteen, and Ladov's. Chirurgy merchants I'm practicing is closed for the night. Uh, most businesses operate from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. here in Leopardstadt, other than bars and things like that. Inns. Yeah. So, I, I, I can't think of anything else we're gonna get done tonight. Well, I mean, this piece of parchment right here could always be a warrant, as far as I know. Well, there's nobody here to show a warrant to. Yeah. Just uh. Let's go around back. Well, if if instead of asking this guy, does the town hall not keep records of residences? If we can make a case and actually get a warrant when they supply us the address of the person we're looking for? 
That could be the but truth. I'm no constable. I'll tell you, with the with the way the residents change in this town, it wouldn't be surprised if uh, we did not have a record, but we might. I think you might think that uh, to do something like that, you might have to present some kind of evidence for that person being guilty of a crime. Which we don't have. Yeah. We have a suspicion, is what we have. Which is not good enough to get a warrant. Yeah. Well, shit. The sun is setting along the western edge of the city. The streets are still fairly inhabited, though. Is there a sign on the window that denotes the shop's hours that we're looking at? What are they, eight in the morning, six in the morning? When are people trying to buy surgical tools in this town? Most shops are 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. What time is the trial? What time is the trial? So the trial, you know that you are to turn in any evidence that is to be used in the trial by 10 o'clock at the latest. Oh, easy. Tonight or tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning. And um, I think the trial itself is set to begin at 11 o'clock. Yeah, I think I think we should pick this back up in the morning. I think you're right. Sadly, I uh, I do have an engagement later, but uh, I will meet you guys here bright and early at 6 in the morning. It's been a good first day with you, all your deputy brigands out I mean constables out there. <laughs> deputy brigands. <laughs> D.B. Cooper. Well, Zeke, it's been a long, strange first day. Uh, I suppose it was nice to meet you. It was. Thank you for all of your help. <laughs> you guys keep mentioning this Ozil guy. Like, I don't... Is this someone I'm going to meet later? Something like that? Mechanically impossible. <sighs> Maybe if you're lucky. <laughs> Zeke will bid his adieu and take off to meet them at six in the morning. Back here at the shop. That's the plan, right? At the shop. Well, if I'm supposed to get up that early, I'm going to bed. So we're all heading back to the dead coat? Well, I'm, I'm gonna go to my house. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Home with your real friends. Okay, well, I guess I'll be at the dead coat by myself. Real friends? Yes, yeah, Sid and I will be at the dead coat. Uh, say hi to Old River for me. I'm getting really tired of the self-pity today, Sid. You're not the only one that lost somebody. Yeah, well... You, you don't have to lose anybody again. You're leaving now, too. I, I'm just going to go sleep in my bed. <sighs> Fine. Fine. It must be nice having a bed and a home and friends in town. <coughs> and Sid's just going to kind of storm off. Sidriel! <laughs> what is your problem? You've been acting like a jerk all day. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, maybe being a jerk is what I need to be. No, absolutely not. Well, you know, friends wouldn't just bail on each other. I'm not bailing just because I'm not sleeping in the same building as you? That's how it starts. I think he's referring to Ozil, but, you know, maybe not. <sighs> or Kendra. I'm not there. I thought it was Mr. Squiggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a past year. Yeah, in a while. where the hell's he? <laughs> he's with Old River. They're fucking training. I assumed Mr. Squiggles went with Ozil. Yeah, this is the real important question here. That is the important question. I mean, maybe he did. Well, am I am I wrong, Surat? We haven't seen him. 
I mean, we'll find out when uh, when we run into him next. Cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> You'll find out. Well, what friends do is they stick around and tell you when you're being an asshole, Sidriel. And they glare at each other. <sighs> yeah, Sidriel. Yeah, just huff and storm off. Stormax stands there between storming off Sidriel and Flora, and he kind of John Travolta's for a second, and then he <laughs> just says, uh, Don't take it personal, Flora. You know, we've all been through a lot lately. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Ah, she's also going to storm off. Yeah, she takes stomps down the road in the other direction. Stormax just shakes his head and rolls his eyes and walks back pretty much alone, watching Sid walk back alone as well. But you're going to the same place. Yeah, but he lets Sid walk alone. He's like half a block behind him. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah, do, do, sad Hulk. <laughs> a lonely man. Uh, no, I just wrote that. That's the uh, the Sadriel theme song. Nice. That's right. <laughs> Alright, so you head to the dead goat. So it's about 7.30 when you guys show up there. Um... What do you think? Are you gonna go straight to bed at seven thirty, or what's what's your plan? Yes, it sits pouting. Stormex sets up shop in the bar, gets dinner and a couple beers, and uh, just kind of sticks to himself. Ain't no party like a self party. Yeah. <laughs> Big baby. You're not even there. Yeah. You left us because Stormex lets hey. Sid process that <laughs> how he wants to. He's not. He's not one to, you know. Flora goes home and unloads on a, on uh, Oslin. You wouldn't believe this stupid elf that I'm friends with now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's uh he listens. He's glad to have you around, even if you're complaining. <laughs> he just he just wants to hear you talk. Must be nice. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear from him down the road. <laughs> So, Stormac, you said you're going to stay up a little bit and eat and drink some. Yeah, some. And, I'm sorry, Sidriel too, or? No, Sidriel's in his room having a pity party. That's right, okay. With his real friends, his books. <laughs> so, you're sitting there, having a beer, at the uh, at the bar, maybe, or eating, or what have you. And uh, there's a few people in there. And maybe after a couple hours... Uh, Door opens, and uh, you see a halfling come into the bar. He's got like a kind of raincoat hood over his head. He looks around. Is this Surratt's new character? Yeah. <laughs> Professional lawyer. He looks around for a second. I'm watching him. Looks like he doesn't. Looks like he doesn't see what he's looking for. So he goes up to the bar. And uh, kind of saddles up next to you, or like a couple stools down. Takes his hood off. It's like an ale in a shot, please, Mary. She brings it over. He takes the shot, downs half the beer. Like, ah, on, how are you? He looks over at you, raises his ale. I lift my remaining ale and say, Long day, friend. Oh, don't I know it. I haven't seen you around here. Uh, are you new in town? Are you here for the trial or something? Yes, on all accounts. So you're one of those uh, spectators, are you? Uh, not so much, really. Um, how about yourself? 
Oh, I'm a local. I've been trying to avoid all that hubbub about the trial. It's it's kind of a bit dark for my tastes. Agreed. Ideally, I'd avoid it as well, but uh, mm, things happen. Oh, I hear that. You never can tell these days. Well, what's your name, friend? Stormak. Mary, could I get around for my friend Stormak here? Oh, of course, dear. And one for me as well. He downs the rest of his beer. And your name? Name's Hawthorne. Hawthorne Goodleaf. What? Uh, but you could call me Goody. My friends do. Oh, no. Well met, Goody. Stormak knows that Flora's last name is Goodleaf, right? Yes. So? Uh, I suppose we cheers, and then I can't help but say, is Goodleaf a common name on these parts? Oh, perhaps. There's quite a bit of halflings around here. Sounds like a halfling name. But it is, I suppose. This guy doesn't look like a scoundrel, right? Well, at that moment, the doors open up, and you see enter one Ezekiel Kane. And he looks back. He's like, oh, so sorry. It's lovely to meet you, Stormak. I hope I see you around. And uh, he gets up and puts the hood over his head goes up and shakes Zeke's hand as they both walk out of the bar. Dun dun dun. Yes, from the scene. Yes, I remember Goody. Megan is furiously typing some hate mail to me at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Stormak doesn't think much of it. He finishes and heads up to his room. Goes to sleep. We'll cut to outside, where Zeke and Goody are walking out the door of the dead goat, and he's like, come on, right over here. They go around the corner, and there is a small covered carriage. He's like, your share of the goods is in here. All right, Goody, we got to we gotta divvy this up among uh, the surgeons around here and all down an anatomous alley. Get rid of all this. Hopefully it'll do some good in this community. Yeah, whatever, as long as I make some money off of it. Well, I appreciate that, Goody. Next time you have a shipment coming into town, if you want to do the same thing, if your name isn't burnt all the way from here to Carsal, you let me know. Yeah, well, with any luck, it won't be. That's my man. I stand to make a pretty penny off of this haul. It's nice to see that you're doing good with your share, though. Ah, uh, I'm trying. That's adorable. I'm trying. <laughs> You're a good man, Zeke. No matter what those idiots at work say. Ah, man. Those he idiots. laughs and kind of slaps you on the back. Wait, where does he work? <laughs> does he work He's with so me? He's so short that he slaps you on the ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Good game. Yeah, getting, getting a little fresh there, Goody. Well, if you got another business proposition, you know how to reach me. I sure do, Goody. And likewise. And, you know, if you ever want to have a... Have an ale sometime. I'm up for that, too. Kind of desperate. Anytime we're not doing clandestine adventures, I would uh, I would absolutely love to. Right, well, he looks around. Well, be safe, eh? Here's the keys to the wagon. Keys. It's a stick with a carrot yeah. on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Goody puts his hood back up and walks off into the night. What the fuck? If we were in Ravengrow, I'd say he's dead by morning. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, from there, maybe we'll cut to the morning at the crime scene. <laughs> the ghosts are back! Just, just kidding. Uh, so I imagine Zeke went home to his house that he presumably has. I mean, he had to hide the goods somewhere. It's not just going to leave him there. Yeah. How long does it take him to, to bring him there. do his job there at night to get full eight hours rest, or is he fatigued the next day? Same same team. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, he just made a back alley drug deal and then <laughs> went home, so... More of a drug handoff. Not that late. Flora didn't sleep very well. Flora tossed and turned. She was really pissed. At the GM? No, at, at Sidriel. <laughs> they argued. Yeah. She's, she's, yeah, she's a man. I don't think he ever fought before. She <laughs> called him an asshole. Oh, damn. Rude. Well, I mean, you kind of earned it. Sid is never rude. <laughs> 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 nice. Smash cut to 6 a.m. on the dot. Everyone walking up on... Lidov's Chirurgy Merchants. Sid is looking a little extra disheveled this morning. Red puffy eyes. Aww. Aww. Flora is also cranky, but she's not like... She's like got a hood up. <laughs> Ooh. Runs in the family. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. And, uh, yeah. Maybe Zeke shows up just a little bit fashionably late. Always do. Don't even play a character. And uh, you hear the click click of the shop door unlocking. Stormac opens the door. <laughs> I just looked at the clock on my computer and I was like, shit, it's 949. You have to have your evidence in in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's called immersion. <laughs> <laughs> you open the door and you see this beautiful young woman appears to be maybe a half elf with red hair and uh, that bright green scarf with a swan on it standing behind the counter there are a number of different tools and regents and uh, different supplies for the medical sciences lining the shelves here and she is sitting back looks like she just cracked a book when you open the door, it's like, up, oh, puts it down, like, Hi, um, what can I do for you? Welcome to Lidov's Chirurgy Merchants. Stormak holds the door open for all of us to enter in. He's going to stand by the door. Oh. Oh, you have friends. All are welcome. Come on in. Good morning. Uh, is, uh, what is your name? Does she match the description of the person we're looking for? Very much so. Yes. Um, sorry to bother you, but we were led here by, uh, uh, the maker of these tools, uh, Zabrislav, and, uh, he said you had purchased them in the past. Uh, we had found them, and we are trying to get them back to their owner. If you couldn't help us in trying to locate whoever may have purchased these, potentially from you, I would imagine? Do you, you show her the tools? Yeah. Oh, those are an interesting set, um... Uh... Pretty finely made, yeah. I think those were sold in an auction. For heaven's sake. 
Um, <laughs> oh, wait, another place? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I think... I think I remember the person... Uh, he had a really strange high hat. Like a tall top hat and green reading glasses. And then, all of a sudden, you hear, Vladka! And this kind of stuffy, pretentious-looking man comes out. He's kind of portly and has bald with, like, small tufts of red hair above his ears. You're not giving information about our clients out to strangers, are you? Oh, oh, um, no, sorry. I was just, no. I wouldn't. (laughs) That's what I thought. Yes, can I help you? Are you here to purchase something? No, um, she, we're not strangers. Let me assure you that uh, this is all part of an ongoing investigation and any cooperation that you would feel obliged to offer would help me greatly and he'll show his sigil again. Whatever designates him as part of the guard. Mm-hmm. I, I assure you we are not just trying to peek on your clients. I understand that business is business. Yes, well, even if you are part of the town guard the Leopardstad Guard. My clients, privacy is of utmost importance to me. I'm not about to just release information about them to just anyone that comes off the streets. And if you would like to tout your badge around, your sigil, I suggest you perhaps come back with a warrant. (laughs) No problem here, sir. I'm not not trying to overextend my authority. I was just hoping that you guys might, as purveyors of fine goods and... uh, you know, upstanding business people might assist the government that uh, has control over you. Who's to say there's not maybe what's on the walls? Uh, just l- tools and reagents and lots of different kinds of supplies. Who's t- who's to say it's not necessarily a fire hazard in here? I don't. I'm not seeing the this place is necessarily up to code. Seems a little cramped in here, and maybe some improper storage of chemicals. I mean. I'd hate to have to come back with uh, any type of inspectors. That kind of sounds like an intimidate or a bluff roll. Bluff, huh? That is what would be a bluff. What's my bluff look like? It's not terrible. All right, sure, whatever. You want me to bluff it? I got you. I got you, baby. Can I help? Shake this guy down. Oh, yeah, that looks really dangerous, the way that's on the wall there. <laughs> can I help? Is that me helping? Yeah, 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 you can uh, You can aid. Fantastic. This was... Bluff. Ooh, plus five. I got an 18. All right, that's an aid. Anybody else? Anybody else want to jump in here and help us <laughs> so we can get through this? I don't know that... Charisma checks or something you want Sid's help in. <laughs> Same. See, I think he said bluff or intimidate. It's up to you, Zeke. But I'll roll it. I'll roll it. With a plus two, that gives us a plus six. Well, I'll I'll throw I'll throw an intimidate in the in the ring there if, if uh, rolling poorly is not gonna hurt us. Oh well yes, and Sid just doesn't feel comfortable shaking this guy down like this. Stormac knocks something off of a shelf. Uh, <laughs> he rolls a five for a six intimidate. <laughs> he immediately picks it back up and apologizes. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not even something that would break. It just like <laughs> hits hits the ground. Yeah, I mean you can't even have five people in here. It's uh, it's dangerous. All right, 
I'm going to use another inspired inspiration because they reset last night. So now I have five, which is awesome. Do you have to do that before you roll? or No. So the way it works is before the results of the roll. So I can roll the d20. If I want to throw the d6 on there, I can do that. You know what I mean? Before I tell you if it succeeds or not. Correct, yeah. So the d20. Cool. Ooh, that's a 16 on the die. Plus my 6. Is a 22? Um, I'm going to put a d6 on it anyway, just in case that dc is 25, because I know that they're in increments of 5 always. Ooh, that is exactly 25 with a 3 on the d6. DC twenty six. No, they're never in liar face. If I know anything about John, they're always um, he, multiples of five. Well, not anymore. But this one was a DC twenty. Damn it! That's a waste of inspiration. Oh, oh, please, uh, please, there's uh, there's nothing. There's no need for that now. Uh, uh, we we've run a fine. Fine establishment here. Uh, I'm sure you everything's perfectly safe. Uh, of course, I'd be. Of course, I would help local law enforcement with whatever they need. Uh, just, just, just a moment. And he goes back to the back of the shop. You hear him running out the back door. God damn it, Johnny! God damn it! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Every time. Uh, Every time. <laughs> These people really don't like us. He comes back out. <laughs> comes back out with a. A ledger. <laughs> and he's like, alright, alright, please, sir. Uh, no need for any of that. Uh, it says here, uh, the person that won these in the auction we held is, um, da, 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 da. is that a gnome name? Fingering down the page of the ledger, and, um, ah, it shows here the, a, uh, a Karurji supply shop in Surgeon's Flats. Uh, one Radnish was the shopkeeper. It was a shop? Another goddamn shop? Yes. <sighs> uh, not not entirely out of the ordinary. So you went to a specialist and had these tools commissioned. Then you sold them in an auction to another shop. And that's perfectly normal in Lepidstad. Oh, yes. Uh, there was lots of... Artisans here, and lo- lots of shops, and lots of doctors and practitioners. Got to get your money where you can. Cash money is cash money. The shop is in Surgeon's Flats, and the people who make it are in Surgeon's Flats, and your shop's in the Surgeon's Flats. Why would they buy it from you at an auction and not just have it commissioned by the craftsman? I I didn't write the book. I don't know. <laughs> Does seem a little suspicious, but uh, okay. You f- you forgive our skepticism. Mm, yeah. Yep. So sometimes that's just the way it works around here. Someone sense motive this man. Clearly sketchy, suspicious man. Sure. Yeah. Stormax sense motive is nineteen. All right. Anyone else? Flora's got a ten. So it'll roll to aid. That is a nat twenty. Oh my god. Yeah. Sense motive is one of my strong suits. Um, Sid, you got you get the idea. Too bad you didn't roll. Uh, you guys get the idea, um, Stormack and Sid, that he he is being straightforward. That he was actually scared of the like uh, veiled threats that that Zeke was making, and that 
he's willingly willingly giving this information up uh, to protect his own ass. I don't, I don't really think those threats were veiled necessarily. Those were uh, those were direct threats. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> sailed sailed threats. They didn't say the name of the shop, oh. but he will point you to the direction of it. Uh, he, n- he gave you Radnish. Radnish. He, he said Radnish carriage supplies or something like that. The identity of the buyer leads to a Kairuji supply shop in Surgeon's Flats, operated by a shopkeeper called Redniche. Let's let's go check that out. <laughs> Are we all good? Let's burn this fucking city to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, everything looks up to, uh, up to up to snuff in here. I appreciate your uh, willingness to cooperate. Thank you for your time. Stormak picks up the thing that he knocked off the shelf. Sorry about that. You have a lovely shop. Exits. <laughs> you have a lovely home. <laughs> so you go to Radnish's shop. I guess so. Which is not that far away. <sighs> when you enter the shop, it is cramped and piled with skeletons, pickled things in jars, alchemical components, smelling bad, like strong smelling herbs and things. Uh, it's, hmm. Sounds closer to what we're looking for, though. There is a older, wrinkled man with short gray hair tinkering with some things at a desk or in the back of the shop. You have to, like, kind of wade through the oddities to get to him. He's like, um, yes, hello. What might you be looking for today? I guess we'll uh, try this again. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, um, it looks like uh, you sell a lot of weird stuff in here. Weird. Rude, but go on. <laughs> I was wondering if you uh, if you remembered selling these tools to anybody uh, around here. Not exactly sure why you put it, why you may have purchased these in the first place. Uh, do you recognize these? Yes, yes, I do. But that's not information that I give out. <laughs> why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would not look very good on me if I were to. Um, <laughs> Just hand out my customers' identities. It's quite confidential. Are your customers criminals? <laughs> uh, not that I know of. Uh, is this going to lead to... Are we just going to investigate every single fucking shop around here? Like, it feels I like mean, it. this is... I mean, I just have a... You know, maybe this is going to lead fucking nowhere. Seriously, this is going a circle. I bet you money. The... It's gonna go right back to the guy that made him. It's like, oh, he bought them. Like, like out of uh, nostalgia. that was him running out the him. back door. Oh, god yeah. damn it! <laughs> gave him twelve hour head start. Yep. Uh, simply, simply not something I do, unfortunately. <sighs> Especially men of your line of work. Somebody, uh, somebody else want to take care of this one? Somebody else do it, and I'll aid this time. <laughs> and what line of work might that be? Well, mostly one that uh, is not very likely to make it worth it for me. Oh, so you want money. Your word's not mine. Fine. See, quick question. Um, If somebody was conducting a murder investigation, and the last person known to be holding the murder weapon was found, what would happen to that person? Well, usually, Sidriel, uh, that person would be dragged into court and tortured, beaten, prodded with swords, locked up, and if convicted, burned in the center of town. 
So if I was the last known person with a murder weapon, it would probably be my best interest to let it be known who else may have had it after me, or I'd look pretty guilty and probably get put on trial. Yeah, I mean, it uh, wouldn't necessarily look good. Okay, I just wanted to, just wanted to check. No reason. Sorry, sir. Go ahead with whatever you were talking about. That sounds like an intimidate check. Not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, that was a little bit more veiled than the last time. <laughs> that's like that's like Sidriel specialty right there. The old Sidriel special. But uh, yeah, okay, intimidate check. Here we go. I've got a minus two to this roll. Can we can we help him? I want to help you. Yeah, oh, yeah. You have an eight. Go ahead. You can aid. <laughs> but Sidriel set it off. Okay. Um, right. My intimidate's yeah, fucking I'm gonna, terrible, I'm so you. I'm gonna try. Despite looking really fucking threatening. It's actually not bad. I got a 20. Total. Oh, plus three. It's not too bad. It's a 12. Stormak knocks over a skeleton. Rolls a 12. (laughs) 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 Alright. Alright. Three eights. Wait, can Daisy help? Plus six. Daisy's gonna growl at him. Alright. Let's see. Intimidate. Oh, she got a one. I mean, she got a three, but it's negative two, so she got a one. Yeah, me and Daisy have the same charisma <laughs> score. Because <laughs> we're adorable. Yeah. Um, okay, so here we go. That's a one for a negative one. <laughs> uh, plus six is a five. You have minus two? <gasps> yes, oh I do. Oh, my God. Mm. All right. Like, well, this is why Sid doesn't wait, make Christmas Wait, do you have any checks. re-roll cards? What? No, do I have a re-roll card? Does anyone have a re-roll card? Good question. Um, yes, I don't. Because it cannot get worse so. than a one. Yeah, I have one. I have one. You want to do it? You want to spend it? Do it. Do it. I mean, you got a stockpile of them. Well, might as well spend them. Um, the alternative would be um, the el- the other power on this card is a channel positive energy, D six times character level. I'm sure, you want to spend that on a reroll? Yes. We're not in, we're not in Raven Grow anymore. It's fine. Your card up to you. Yeah, I have no fucking Yeesh. clue what to do. This is just do probably it. the end of the session. Live in, sure. live in the moment. I'll spend Let's do I'll it. spend the eater. Alright. Odds aren't looking good. It cannot be worse than a one. Then yep, alright. Let's try this again. Okay. That's a sixteen total, I think. So yeah, twelve minus two plus three aids. Is yeah, sixteen. Plus maybe any kind of circumstantial bonus because what Sid's saying is actually true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's like, up oh, look, uh, murder weapon. I, I, that's that seems a bit. I, I don't deal in weapons, but you think th- these tools were used in some sort of um, murder scenario? I don't. I don't. I don't need that kind of heat. Look, if you just back off and. Leave my name out of this. I'll tell you who I sold those to. Yes, please. It's this other Curity's shop that's right across the street. Yeah. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Yes, an auction house uh, in the next town no. over. Oh my God. No. I'm just kidding. Sold him to Jorl. <laughs> he runs out the back door. Sold him to Jorl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jorl's. Uh, no, he says, um, it was one, um... I believe his name was uh, Master Vorkstag. Vorkstag. Uh, he owns a Kimmick Works. Um, 
here in town, uh, here in Leopardstadt. Um, Forkstag and Grinds Chemic Works. I'm not sure of the location, but uh, that that is who I sold those specific tools to, I can assure you. And when was that sale made? Oh, it's over a year ago, I I believe, but they're rather unique and well-made. I'm certain certain that's who it was. Well, at least it's all kind of matching up. Any description of this fellow? He was a striking fellow, um... Very dapper, um, wore black from head to toe. Yeah, he he, he mentioned owning the chemic works nearby. Uh, he didn't say where. Uh, Sounds like a villain to me. Did he, did he ever express any kind of you know hubris, wanting to hold the power of a god, create life, <laughs> be prone to shouting, "It's alive"? No, 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 nothing like that. Well, he was rather excited about the tools, but uh, it didn't come off as murdery to me. We appreciate the cooperation. Y- yes, if that's what you call it. <laughs> uh, now, please, I, I, I'd like to get back to work. Uh, you've got what you came here for, I, I believe. Hmm. Well, I appreciate your cooperation, and uh, hopefully uh, you don't get piled in bones back here. Now, please roll me a d4 to see how long all this took. Oh, no. Is Ryan still allowed to roll that, or...? I don't... I don't mind (laughs) whoever you want. That was a joke. Two. Still doing pretty good. All right. Two hours. Eight o'clock. It is eight o'clock in the morning as you exit Radnish's Chirurgy Supply Shop with potentially the final buyer of these Raven's Head surgeon's tools chirurgeon's tools sorry as we get out the door and like out of earshot flora's gonna like lose her composure and kind of grab zeke's sleeve and be like oh my god that was so cool <laughs> <laughs> like try to involve everybody and like oh my god that was so cool and then like turn to sid and be like oh and kind of lose her enthusiasm uh, a little bit <laughs> wow <laughs> sid's mumbling to himself yeah no congratulates Congratulates, Zeke. Uh, like you know, I didn't anything. Uh, all, all in today's detective work. You guys are, uh, you guys are doing pretty good. Must say, we've intimidated four business people today. That's yeah, that's a new record for two hours since I woke up. <laughs> I've almost hit my quota. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, you have two hours until your deadline to turn in evidence so that it can be used in the trial in the first day of the trial of the beast which will begin only in one more hour after that and that's where we're going to leave it off this week alright Take the 
Burn this fucking city to the ground.